Welcome back to the Free Game Producer Podcast. We got a very, very special guest. This guy worked on some of my favorite music the past couple of years. Yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? Credits include Nas, uh, Big Sean, uh, Benny the Butcher, Don yeah. Kennedy. Works closely with Hit Boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Quiet Giant. Oh, yeah. Grammy <laughs> Award winning producer, man. Corbett is in the house. How you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm yeah. good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Good, good, man. Of course, of course. Yes, sir, Thank man. you for having me. Yeah. This is real. This is this is real, real, real dope. Also, I found out uh, you from like the Cincinnati area, yeah. Kentucky. Okay, uh-huh. Kentucky. Mid- Midwest love. If I say Cincinnati, somebody in Cincinnati that I know is going to check me and be like, "You know, you're from Kentucky." So. <laughs> right. Wait. Don't so how is that? that how is that possible? Because <laughs> it's the bridge. It's like a, it's like a suburb of Cincinnati. Yeah. Much. Like so, we really got the airport. Like when you fly to Cincinnati, you fly yeah. to, into Kentucky. Oh, okay. I but, see. Yeah, I live right. I'm maybe ten minutes from. Cincinnati. That's crazy. Yeah, I've been there a lot the last few months. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm from Detroit, I go back and forth. So I, so I got friends. I stopped there a lot and hang out there. So I've been, there, I've been through uh, that city, Florence. Yeah, that's where I live. Yeah, a million times the last few months. So that's super dope, man. We got lucky, man, running into you this week, man. I mean, you out here in Atlanta. Um, why, why are you here, man? What you got going on? Well, I mean, we had some things lined up that you know because of some different circumstances that we you know i'm sure everybody's been talking about but we don't need to go into oh yeah 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 you know so we had to to bust a couple different moves yeah yeah uh through sony we've been jumping into the dream dream chaser camp yep and we did a session here yeah uh with ben riley yeah who like is amazing yeah he's He's super dope dope artist and i was i was excited for that session because i didn't plan it like this but we end up doing some songs like where some of the artists that i'm building with from back home Mm. got to get on a song with him and the styles were so different, but it came together in a cool way. So, like, as a producer, that's always exciting to be able to just throw a bunch of people on and just see how it sounds. You know? Yeah, that's super fire, man. Like, I was just kind of hanging out in the building, man, and just kind of listening to what y'all were in here doing. It's crazy, bro. So, so like, what's the backstory, man? Because, like, so when I, when I went and looked at all your work and, and realized what it was you were doing, man, I'm like, I'm realizing, bro, like, you're heavy in collabs. Like, you, like... You got your hands in a lot of really dope music, man. And it seems like you're just really good at, like, getting with the right people, doing dope shit. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, first off, like, shout out Hit Boy. He's the person that really plugged me into all the most major shit that I've done. Yeah. But, like, early in my career of producing, I was, like, anti-collab. Yeah. I really had to learn. I'm that learning that shit now, bro. <laughs> I, it, it's, it, it's crazy because I thought I was going to be bringing more to the table by being a hundred percenter. Yeah. Like I could write the song for you. Yeah. I could bring the whole thing and all you got to do is just sing it or get it to the artist that can sing it. Yeah. And I was getting so much like, I was just getting blocked at every position. Like yeah. nobody was really interested and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And I took a trip to LA with a friend of mine who was, who's who kind of opened the door to hip boy. Yeah. His name's Sonny. Yeah. Uh, and I start seeing like how music was really being made, like the the music that was getting to the world. It was collabs, like yeah. everybody in the room could potentially add to the song. Yeah, and so I had to go home off that trip and just kind of be like, "All right, this might be the move." I got to figure out how yeah. I got to get out of my old ways because that's just not. Yeah, it's not what's up right now. Yeah, helping you go forward. So yeah, I had to switch it up. Yeah, 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 and it's crazy because. Looking at the past couple of years, man, you know, from King's Disease 2, King's Disease 1, uh, Racks in the Middle, uh, Detroit 2, Benny yeah. the Butcher stuff. Like, you've been 
really killing it. So on fire. <laughs> so can you tell somebody <laughs> sitting at home the significance of that? Because you could be a hundred percenter and just kind of like maybe producing Joe Blow Smo and God bless Joe Blow Smo. He probably dope, but whereas collabin puts yeah. you like way out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just saw it because I, when I was first pulling up to like the LA sessions and stuff, I was like, all right, as soon as I get a chance to play my beats, everybody's going to just go crazy. Yeah. And like, everybody's going to be like, Oh, let's work or whatever. Right. But you never get a chance to play your beat. Right. Like the produce, whoever's the main person is playing their beat. That's it. Right. And uh, you know, in a rare occasion, it might be like, oh, you want to play some shit. But even everybody in the room doesn't really want to hear your beats. They right. want to hear like the, so you got to figure out how to bring something to their table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so that's how I've been able to have my hand on different things. Cause I, I had, I started realizing like if somebody already does what I want to do and they got it. Yeah. I got to figure out how gotta I can, out I, I can help yeah. them some way. Yeah. And so my mentality went from a, Oh, I want everybody to look at me and praise me. So, who can I serve? Like, who who can it's I huge. who can I bring value to anyone? Like, yeah, and I, it wouldn't always be like the main person. Yeah, but a lot of people would be would notice us like the Kentucky dudes that come in. Me and Sonny and a couple other people came up because we would always be real, have good manners and right. hold doors for people, and right? Not be scared to go get the. You know, the runner doesn't always have to go get it. Like, we'll go get it. Yeah. So we got this service mentality. Yeah. And I think that kind of started opening that's, some things up. That's free game. And we yeah. talk about being of service, being service from the very bro. first yeah. podcast five years ago. We've been talking about being of service. <laughs> so but cool. from a practical standpoint, how does that work? Okay, you're in the studio. How do you make yourself of service? Like, hey, I, I got something I could add, maybe, you know, a loop or a melody. How do you practically ingratiate yourself that way? You got to be ready to just sit down for a while. Yeah. Typically, um, because you have to understand where the needs are, where things are needed. Yeah. So if you just come in hot. Yeah. Some people, they, they're, they're just like a Kanye or somebody. Yeah. That has that type of just way about them. You can probably just come in the room hot, yeah. figure out you might ruffle some feathers, but eventually you'll still yeah build up through that room. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was observing. Yeah. Being thankful that I was allowed to be there. Yeah. Ready and right when my name when my name was called like I did some engineering early on with Hit. I also like helped build a studio in his side in his his guest house when he had a spot in the hill. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, we, you know we took trip. Me, David Kim, his engineer had just started. Sunny, uh, we we would just like do stuff like drive to Target and get tables and yeah a couch and just kind of put that little room together. Yeah, just do what's needed. Yeah, you know and. That's dope, man. That's relationship building, man. At, yeah. at, at, at its, you know, at the base, it's just like find out how to be cool, find out how to like, you know, fit in, get in where you fit in, type of energy, and, man. And honor and respect what it took for the people who are in those positions to yeah. get there. Yeah, don't I can't just go in there and expect that I should be right in those positions because yeah. I didn't go through what they went through to get there. So. Yeah, and I think if people see that, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, he's he's not messing up the energy here. Right, humility, man. It, it really works. Places, it can man. take you places, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. So, like, I know that, like, you're not just a musician, producer. You're also, like, a songwriter. Were you ever an artist? Like, it, like what? how did you get into that space? Because that's one of my weaknesses. Like, I'm crazy with making music, but, like, don't ask me to write no lyrics because it ain't, you know, I'm pretty trash at that. So, like, how did you get in that space and how did you get comfortable with it? Like, 
I, I just went in a cave. Like, before I came to L.A., I, like, was, like I said, I wasn't collabing. So I just went into, like, my studio for three years and just got as good as I possibly could at everything. Damn. And I don't know what took, like, what pushed me to the writing. Because I used to sell beats on SoundClick. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even remember SoundClick. Oh, yeah. Because, I remember. So if you remember, then you probably know. Yeah. Like, the game was to put hooks on the beats like that's uh, how you would sell more that's right so i was seeing that and i was like all right let me figure out and i didn't know anybody that could sing really yeah so i just forced myself to do it yeah and auto-tune is a hell of a drug and like yeah. that shit can get Run you that, a, yeah, lot of, yeah, a lot of places what was the song that we where we're like there was a sample that couldn't get cleared yeah you had a song like that right with with with, with, with Nas album i believe where a sample couldn't get cleared a lot of them so you had to like ask some vocals yeah, on it. That's crazy. I was reading about that in the article last night uh, on the song. So, but you learn those skills that were end up being useful. Yeah, yeah. Although it's super useful because for me and like the a lot of the stuff I make, it has my voice in it. it just yeah. as like a texture or an instrument. Mm-hmm. So that's a one on one. Like you, no one else can do that. Right. Yeah. And I think that translates through the music. Yeah. But even if it's not like a loop I made, it's always like, hey. Uh, I've replayed some shit like, yeah. You would play my thing next to it. You wouldn't know. Yeah, and yeah. it's like I, I kind of I don't know if some songs I can't say because like we I don't know uh, for what sure those, yeah what the we clearances were here, <laughs> but I want to because yeah. like I feel like if you're a producer you'd be like damn that was crazy like yeah. you were able to like do off camera sing, <laughs> yeah. sing this part and just. Cause I can't sing like a great singer, yeah. But like I can figure out how to just finesse the note and put the right effect on it to That's where it's fire, like dog. it's in there, like yeah. it's 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 in that same lane as whatever, yeah. And that skill has been able to help me ingratiate myself to a lot of people because yeah. I'm just making life easier for people. Yeah, that's fire, man. So like, so your style of production, do you? just make a lot of loops at the crib? Are you like, like, how are you doing it now? You know, are you making whole beats and then just maybe like pitching that part of it? Or like, are you taking shit that you have in your catalog that's dope, strip it down and share that with people? And then new, I mean, like what's your process now? Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Like when I was getting on a roll with the loops, I would make sure I sat down and made like, no less than five every day. Yeah. So that was my first thing on my list of things to do that day. Mm-hmm. Mark them off as I made them. That's five. Yeah. And then by the end of the week, I had my 20 to 25. Yeah. That I was getting, you know, off to the producers that I work with. And yeah. Stuff. Now I can't make them as fast because I try to put so much more into them. Yeah. Cause I feel like I have planted the seeds everywhere. So now I want to just give amazing loops and stuff and it's harder to make a bunch of those in a day you know what i mean so and i am trying to do full production and beats and stuff too so that's taking up a little time and you got to build on into that side like you i I thought it was going to be easier to just get out of the stigma of like only making loops and i still do i love doing that because you can make something different every day yeah but you know it's also good to be able to yeah, if, like if somebody already has a loop, I should be able to make the drums and right, make the, right, 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 the eight hundred eight right and yeah. stuff. Like, so I had to make sure I was good on both sides. Yeah, and uh, getting those placements by yourself without being under the comfortable umbrella of yeah all the other bigger guys. Yeah, it's a challenge. Like, yeah, it is a challenge. It's yeah. something that we've 
me and Luke, my manager, like we've really been just figuring that part of it out. Yeah. But on the daily, sometimes I will go back on a beat that I thought was crazy. Like, you know what? No one's taking this beat right now. Let me just get the just melody the out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, do the work. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's the part of that's the part that most producers are trying to figure out. I know for me, I'm I'm the same way you were. Like, I came in the game. All my success came from just kind of doing my own thing. And like, I got lucky. I had an artist that I came in with, so I was his main producer for a long time. And then that just yeah. turned into other placements and other situations. But that's a beautiful thing to be to be on the way. Oh man, yeah, bro. Like I got I I hit licks off of that. It was a mm-hmm. it was a wonderful run for me, man. But now I'm in a space where, like, okay, so that's come and gone. And, like, I'm still relevant, but not to the point where, like, it matters anymore that it's just me. So I'm trying to right. find that way to, like, get into spaces with people and collab and get into that. because like, it, And it really is a challenge because now you're, like, taking your hands off the wheel. Because mm-hmm. you know what you think you would want it to be, and it sometimes it won't it be starts, that at Now all. it starts going over here, yeah. and inside you're like, ah. Yeah, right. This way would have been, like, way harder. Right. But, but you know what? I've been wrong about that, too, a lot of times. Yeah. It starts going a direction I didn't, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. And then by the end of it, we play it back. I'm like, that actually is, I'd have never done that. Like, yeah. That's, that's what I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually very excited about the way, the business is going because it's allowing it, you know one thing it does for me because I'm a little older so it keeps me able to you know to stay relevant with the younger guys because mm-hmm. like the new guys are doing shit that we weren't doing yeah. I'm like yeah, they're, they're that would have been out of bounds like way out of bounds like, you know what I mean <laughs> right. so like some of this shit is not even like musically correct but it's yeah. really dope it's like how did right. you do that like what was that and so right. Being able to like mix those two elements is super dope. But having this spot, is oh yeah, the key really. Oh like, yeah, man, you got a home base that people want to be at and pull up at. Like this is this was an amazing choice. Yeah, bro. Like that's the that's the plan. Like so we we opened up about three years ago. So right now we're just finally starting to really get people in here and introduce people to the space. Like I'm real big on just making it most comfortable for producers and writers because that's what I care about. Like I'm not a I'm not a studio guy. I don't really care about the studio part. But I wanted to make sure that we had all the stuff in here so that, like, if somebody like yourself comes to town, it's like, bro, you got everything you need and some. You know, it's like whatever. Mm -hmm. And that way, you know, these relationships can start to build and we can just kind of get in here and just do whatever we want. So I'm I'm on a mission out here in Atlanta, man, to get this shit popping. So, like, you know, spread the word, bro. uh, Wednesday (laughs) was my first time here, but it won't. it definitely won't be my last. Hell yeah, man. This is going to be like, Headquarters for I uh, love it, man. That's super dope. Come on. Uh, so I want to get into this app, man. Um, let's let me set, reset the camera right quick, and okay. then we're gonna talk about this app. Welcome back to the Free Game Podcast. You know what I'm saying? We were just talking about, um, you know, the studio here, and you were just here a couple of days ago. Uh, a lot of our listeners, they be really into like what kind of software, what kind of hardware you use. Yeah. What do you like to use? Uh, like I get made fun of because I I don't use anything. Like my interface is actually I just upgraded to just like a Scarlet. Oh. Wow, bro! But, but I had but before that I had an inbox too. Stop playing all the way up to like last year. There we go. Yo, and I, and I had, like when I record people, I just have like uh the TLM one hundred and three. 
Going straight to the inbox. That's insane, And bro. that's all the vocals like that <laughs> that's I be putting Kentucky in like shit, man. Right, like <laughs> straight to it. The only thing I spent money on really was uh I got some folk the focal speakers and that's like pretty much super fire, man. And and like some plug in. You know, yeah. Like, most of my loops is just gonna be omnisphere and real instruments. What's your favorite DA? Like is it uh, is FL, it FL? Yeah. yeah. And Pro that's... Tools for recording vocals. Oh yeah. I was doing vocals in uh FL. Just because it was quicker. Because like, if I had made a beat and somebody was there, yeah. to record. But then uh, our engineer Steve White, he was like, "Stop doing that because it's harder for me to send the files right." Mm. So it was just easier for me to just yeah. pull up Pro Tools pull, and then drop I it in. Send him yep. the, the Super, session yep. or whatever. But for me, crazy. I tried Logic a long time ago, and I started getting kind of good at it, but it never surpassed like what FL was doing for yeah. me. Yeah, so. I, I I love what. I love where FL has what it has gotten to, because when it first started, I wasn't a fan of it. But now it's like it's so many ways to like, you know, manipulate sound and like, bro, like some of the compressors in there are so crazy. I'm like, this shit needs to be like put in a box, mm-hmm, like but out in, a, in the real world, too. yeah, like it's crazy. So yeah, I, super dope, super dope. What's up with this app, man? Yeah, the like, melody app, man. So first, I want to just, I just want to like say to you man it's brilliant that you have diversified what you do thank you like so i talked to all my producer homies and i'm like bro the goal is to find something else to go along with the fact that you're making music right because we all know that like we hot sometimes sometimes we not hot no matter what where the fuck we are in the game Mm -hmm. even the greatest have times that are not what it should be, you know, or what we would like it to be. But when they, when you guys told me about this app, I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. In fact, I think I was getting some emails. I was getting some emails or some DMs for a little while. And even in that, I'm like, yo, somebody's on point because how the hell did they even reach me? Cause I was just sort of like, what? All right. You know what I mean? It was around like, yeah, it's like, it's getting around. And so that makes a lot of sense to me, but we'll get into that part. But I just like, like tell us about it, man. Yeah, like, who better to do an app for loops than somebody who's won multiple Grammys and come on, man. who's killing it? You know, cause right now I would say you're on fire based on there the last is. few years. So <laughs> who, who better to roll out? A, 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 wow. Um, yeah, I think it, it just, it was an organic thing. I have a friend of mine, Jordan Crone back home and he's like the tech person that helped me really build it all and then my brother-in-law uh mondo beats he also us three kind of brainstormed the idea yeah and the the genesis of the idea was i was just sending my loops to hip boy and he was like placing everything so much i was like how can i make it even easier than him having to open a we transfer you know get in his email open a we transfer unzip it listen through everything then put it in his like FL library yeah. folder. There. I was like, that's four or five steps. What's the e-? like? I wish I could just somehow just send him straight into his phone. And I know you could text him, but I mean, like, he's not gonna want to answer every text. He wants to jump into him later. I wish that, I wish there was a way. And like something along me thinking about that was like, well, that would, everybody would want that. Everybody, you know what I mean? <laughs> everybody would want to be able to just pull their phone out, mm-hmm. hit one thing, and then just start hearing loose because you might be at work or you might be. Yep. Um, and so naturally, the first thing I did was look and make sure that that wasn't already in existence somewhere. Yeah. And I, I didn't see anything which surprised me. I was like, this seems like a simple idea. 
it should probably already be out there somewhere. Yeah. And I couldn't find it. So, That's insane, bro. Yeah. Like, even Splice, who's, like, at the top, like, their app is, it can be cumbersome, in a yeah. sense, like, because there's just so much. Yeah. And we're just so laser focused on the loops right now. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're somebody that's using the loops, why would you not want to have an easier way yeah, to get to bro. them? You know. And so so how does it work? So if you find a loop you like, and you we, swipe though, right? Like you mm-hmm. looking at a, at a dating site, you just go you like it, and like, yes or no? Yeah, the we we've sort of. I never used Tinder, but like, yeah, you know, okay, it's not, you know, like, so that's not that's not really my bag. But yeah. uh, what what the team has come up with is the most concise way to understand it. It's yeah. like Splice and Tinder combined that's because fine. the interface is just like a swipe. Like, okay, do I like this this loop? If not, all right, keep moving to the next yeah. one. Yeah, and then if you like it, but you don't like want to cook it right now, you can go right. And then that saves it in a little saved spot. But if you like in the studio and you're with your artist and you're going through, he's like, that's him. Let's pull that up. Yeah. And just swipe straight up and it sends to your email. Download it. Start cooking it right there. Wait, swipe up. It goes right to the email. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, bro. Yeah. And so, all right. So let's say I cook one up, find what I like and I get a smash. Like, so this is my issue with the loop system per se mm-hmm. i don't like the fact that like everybody got the same damn loop yeah like yeah. that's sort of an issue to me that's why i don't particularly no shot no shade to splice but i don't particularly stay on there a lot because i'm like everybody i've, got I've been in sessions where i'm about to play a beat when i'm like my beats got this sample and then, Ooh, then that's like three minutes man. later somebody played it and i'm just like oh, i'm out of here bro it hurts it's just it's some bullshit that hurts so that's what i'm trying to avoid right. so this is there what's your system for that so like the there's no like the list when you play through the loops it's it's completely randomized. Okay. So if you guys are on it at the same time, we won't hear the same go thing. Go through the same you know the loop and the pool's big enough to where you're not probably gonna come across. Of course, there's like a point zero 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 one percent chance that that would happen, but yeah. it's super unlikely. Yeah. And Splice does also have like a randomized thing, but. I feel like they promote the top packs. They do. So it kind of like drives people to use the same right. ones. Yeah. Whereas for sure. like ours, it's like there's really no, it's just here's this pool of music and it's just going to keep jumping around. I mean, you'll select your filters or whatever. Yeah. But within that filter, you're not, you guys aren't being drawn to the same, same thing. It's you're picking it hmm. out of like how you're, how you prefer the music to be. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Super dope. So we get it placed. Is there like a process after we get it placed? Like, do we like con- just reach back out to the app? Or like, how does that work? So when you download it or when you send your email, 
It'll give you the name of the producer who made the loop. Come on. All their PRO information. Come on. Like, so it's, it's <clears> you <throat> have to deal with the A&R admin. You just forward that email. They got everything right there. And the app is a 10% split for the loop maker. That is, is a little, so like, fire. It's, it's still competitive. It's competitive, yeah, like for sure. Like what everybody's doing. And then they get a writing credit. So, and then the, if you made the beat, you keep the advance. It's not like you're not breaking down the advance or, or anything like that. So I feel like it's fair, and it's actually one of the big initiatives for us was to reward the loop makers because, you know, a couple of different platforms, if you use their loop, they don't show up on the song. They get no percentage on the mm, song. You're right. And so that's something that differentiates us as well. That's really I dope. think most producers, too, when they use loops, they kind of want to freak it their own kind of way anyway. Mm-hmm. So that might kind of, like, speak to your issue a little bit, you know. Yeah, so um yeah, in most cases I I use a loop like I would sample a record. So right, exactly. I try not to use it in the form that it's in. Right. However, I still would I still have to credit it the same way. Like it's not like I could chop something something up and not be able to do that. But that's that's really dope, man. Like I think that that is Damn, that's the future. Like, so like a, is it a monthly subscription? How, how does a, how does uh, being a member work? This is crazy, bro. I'm thinking about this shit right now, man. Like, <laughs> it just makes sense. Like, and it's not. It's it's just what the next progression should be of. Yeah. How we're we're all collaborating, so anyone that touches it helped make that song what it was. Yeah. They should at least have their name on it. That's super fire, bro. Be able to build their catalog off of it yeah. too, or whatever. And but yeah, then, it's a. It's just like it's exactly like Splice. Three ninety nine, you get fifteen loops a month. I think six ninety nine is forty. Yeah, and we're oh, yeah. still we're still playing. what's the unlimited? One, say, what's the, we, right. yeah, we got, <laughs> we're building it in like there's so we're still early. Like we have yeah. a lot of uh, of improvements to make, and we do want to make an unlimited tier. Yeah, and like a VIP section and different, sure. different things. We're just trying to figure out what the best route to go is. But yeah, I can see this growing and getting crazy. Like exclusive loops, certain things yeah. like certain, I can mm-hmm. see this getting crazy, man. Willpower. So, hell special. yeah. Hell yeah. He got the willpower. That's my next question. <laughs> you know, we'll do that meeting off, off camera. You know what I'm saying? No, but uh, what I'm trying to figure out is, um, so what was I going to say, man? I lost my thought. Uh, Hold that. From a, from a business standpoint, though, yeah. I'm wondering like, uh, what's the, did you have to do like a round of financing? Do you get investors? Because I know the next stage is like, I'm sure savvy investors are gonna want to get in and make yeah, this bro. thing real big. Yeah, so, sir. what is that looking like from a business standpoint? How did you how did you finance it, and what are you looking to take it to? Well, we have a way different like philosophy on how we want to build it. Okay, um, we've self funded it completely. Okay, nice. and like building an app is not not cheap, cheap at right? All. Yeah, uh, for sure. get it to where it really actually works. Yeah, it's it's a ticket to do. So we're happy with the fact that we've been able to do that like just with our own money. Yeah. Everybody that's in it. And instead of taking a check, we've already we have obviously talked to a couple of people. Of course, I know, I know somebody knocked on your door already. Yes. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right to us because we want the whole ownership, we want the whole cap table to be producers. Yeah, bro. Managers. Come on, man. Writers. And so we started doing these partnerships. We just did one with YC, turn me up YC. Yeah. He's a he's an owner. He's a tech owner now. Come on, man. We're gonna make we're gonna put fifteen to twenty people on our cap table. <laughs> we'll, yeah, willpower. I'm ready to go. We're, we're all getting in the tech space. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what we want to do. We want to build it through having just the craziest ownership. Yeah. 
but it all be people who are moving and working in the industry now. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's kind of our model of how we want to grow it. And if somebody if somebody sees that vision and might want to invest in it, like we could talk about it, but it's we're not super investor friendly right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Because we're not giving up a lot. Yeah, mm. man. Now build it first, man. Get it where you want it. And then, you know, it's it's business. It'll get to a point where like it'll make sense one yeah, day. It makes but sense for both sides. So. Yeah. So, like, to become a loop maker for the app, is this just, like, a reach out to y'all, reach out yeah. to you, and then just, like, you kind of vet it and figure out if it's somebody that you want right. to do yeah. business with? That's dope. We make sure it's everybody on there is consistently good. You're really yeah. good at what they do. Yeah. And I, I know we probably, if we scaled it as big as it could be, yeah. I'm not sure we could continue to do that. Because like, yeah. right now it's, like, a boutique. For sure. It's, like, you go shop at. A boutique store is the mm -hmm. same thing. Yeah, because yep. every piece in there is curated, curated perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like with a bigger platform, they just Anybody, take yeah. it's it's open source, so like yeah. they take on tons of stuff. You don't really know. One, you don't even for sure know exactly where things came from. Yeah. Which can be tricky. That's another thing. People process. still in loops. And, so how do you, what's cause I heard you listen to all all the uh, loops. Beforehand, yeah, you and the team listen to everything. Yeah, yeah. What's that process like to vet? Because there's a lot of scammy, scammy stuff going on with like it, it is man. My my girlfriend's brother's cousin did some stuff, and I took him. But these, I'm gonna say they're mine. But I lied yeah. to him and told him something else. Mm -hmm. Then when it comes out, it's a whole pile Probably. of mess. Yeah. So how uh, do you vet? How do you like? Uh, you know, the the best way that we vet it is like we know everybody that puts loops on there. Yeah. And you know we have an agreement with them. So that they, they know that they can't put any third party thing that didn't come originally from them. Yeah. Um, if I got to sign something to say yeah, that I mean, it's true. To, and to the extent you can prevent that, I would hate for somebody to break that clause. But that's I think that's about as much as you. Yeah. You well, now you got to protect that because it is it's crazy right now. Like I, too many horror stories are coming up where like you turn a record in. And you think it's like just the homie just did a loop and added to it, but like that homie had four people help him do it. Mm -hmm. Now, because we were looking at a, we was looking at an album the other day and was like, bro, it's like fourteen producers on this record. Yeah, like, I don't even because I don't want to make it seem like a shade towards this, the, yeah, towards the person. Nah, I want to yeah, bring it up, of course not. But it's literally one track. We were on title, and it was twelve producer, twelve Crazy. names on there. Just now, mm -hmm. okay. Sorry about that, y'all. See, <laughs> so, yeah, it was like twelve producers on there. And we were just like, how, it's like a nightmare, I would, I would assume, you know. <laughs> how could it work? Yeah, yeah well, my, the, my question. The admin, the A&R admin people are like. But, the beat, like but the beat wasn't a lot of stuff going on in the beat, too. Yeah, it wasn't like, even like a complicated beat, man. But <laughs> my, my thought pattern on it was exactly that. It was like, one of these guys turned in a loop that somebody used. And then you just, when you did the paperwork, you found out it was like four people made this loop. And then, but then the part that like kind of threw us off was, so it, the producer credit said produced by, and then it had like all 12 of them. And I knew I, at that moment, I was just like, this is maybe it's possible from a, from a title standpoint. There was a couple big names on there and we were like, no way. But I was like, I know like hell, like the producer royalty on this record ain't getting split 12 ways. There's right. no way. Not even. Not e I don't <laughs> even know how it could have been unless the, Unless the point structure was like 12 points. Because right. if it was like a six-point royalty on the record, I'm like, bro, how the hell do you even? Oh, yeah, like the actual points. I, I thought you were talking about like the pub split. 
No, nah, I was just point talk- split. Because what is it, three or four? It's right? three or four, man. Like six if you if you like a super producer, yeah. maybe. Yeah, six would be heavy. Six would if, be. If you, if, yeah, that's like Dre level. Exactly. Points, so yeah, so three. Let's say three or four. Yeah, nah. Like that, there's like, definitely people aren't getting. Yeah, like points on it. But. Yeah, that shit was crazy to me, man. But I digress, man. But yeah, it's the ways of the, <laughs> it's it's the ways of how it's getting done, though. Yeah, now, you know, like. I'm so neutral about that. Yeah. Because on one hand, I was the, I tried to be the 100 percenter. Yeah. And it didn't, it wasn't going. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, clearly, and man. I saw what happened over here. It's like, all right. Yeah. Let's go. Like, well, I just think that, I, I definitely think that from what I can see, that business is starting to adapt as well. So, like, they're finding ways to make this shit make more sense. I'm seeing guys collab more, you know, because, like, um, couple of really big producers, man, are smart enough to know that. I mean, Hit Boy is killing it right now. Like he's just, to me, he's brilliant the way he's, like, collabing with people. And, like, because his sauce is amazing. And then it's like, bro, he's picking just the right seasoning for all this shit. So it's like, it's it's crazy, man. And you want to talk about somebody who can take FL Studio and just do. Go crazy. Crazy. Like, his process. Every time I go out there, he's doing some new thing. I'm like, wow. What why, is, are you, why are you doing that? <laughs> what is the point? Like, right. I, no, just watch. And then, like, he'll chop up a break, just use the kicks in it, pull another break in, just use the groove of, like, a hat from that one, then layer in a, a snare on it yeah. that you wouldn't think to put that type of snare on it. And it, that's before any loop is in there. It's just like, Bro, look. he just constructs this crazy rhythm. That easy record he did this year? Oh yeah, like, hands down my favorite shit. Yeah, it was just too jamming. Right time. It was that, too huh? jamming for me, man. <laughs> I had to take a break for a couple of days. It was so mm-hmm. cold. I love it though, man. Uh, I'm excited for you, bro. Like I'm, you know, I we get we talk to a lot of producers and people are doing all kinds of special stuff, man. But very few of them are stepping off into like a entrepreneurial space outside of the, you know, making the music. So I just think, man, like with the you know, success that you're having and then this this new development, this app is gonna go crazy. I I know you probably got a couple other good ideas going on too, so probably a lot of bad ones and maybe like one yeah <laughs> one one decent one that may make it, but I don't know. Honestly some days I'm like I'm never gonna start another idea again. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna chill because it's a lot of highs and lows that Oh yeah, for sure. Doing. Like even building the studio, like I'm sure it oh, yeah, was some it was days you, where you just stand in the room before everything's in there and just envision it. Oh, yeah. And you get this good feeling like, yeah. oh, I'm about to create an amazing space. Yeah. And then you go, and a couple of days later, there's like roadblocks. And you're Come like, on, man. Hell yeah. Do this today. Yes. So Insane. It's days like that for sure. Yeah. That, that make you second guess it. But I don't know. We we always have to create one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. So I got I got a good question, man. L.A. Of all all the places that you go and work, do you love L.A.? Is that, like, the place to be right now? Because we talk about this from a producer standpoint. We're here in Atlanta, so a certain type of music sort of gets made here. Mm -hmm. But it's a very influential type of music that gets made here, and it just kind of goes everywhere else. But, But what's crazy is a lot of... A lot of styles that aren't the Atlanta style don't really live here so like when you meet somebody who detroit yeah like you got like a needles or myself or just people who just kind of do more than one thing Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. we're not as popular as what the sound of Atlanta is. You know what I'm saying? Right. What's it like in LA? It's well, I I don't really like hardly know that much about LA because okay. like, when I go there, I just so you go, don't live there. Nah, I just go. Oh to my, shit, I'm tripping. Bro. I go to my B and B. Yeah, I go to the studio. <laughs> You know, I eat all my meals mostly at the studio. I get and then it. I, I get go it. Back, like I just stay out. I'm out, out of the way. Like yeah, like, okay. Well, in that case, but, I but, already. But, do but what let you me do. say this. Yeah. Let me say this. I got put onto so much Detroit music in LA. That's like a you on T Grizzly albums. Uh, yeah, Big but Sean. even like Rio and Rio. Oh yeah, like all the all the up and coming dudes that are in Detroit, like. People love that sound out there. Hmm. It's like we had this super conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Detroit, so I'm, I'm, I'm. My goal was to get Will. Yeah, bro. Working I'm with all of them. Yeah, that, that's my. That's like my number. If I don't do nothing else in life, I want to get Will. You know. Yeah. Peasy, my biggest one. I won't. I won't see Will on, on Peasy. But yeah, that Detroit. And I know they get a lot of love in LA. Yeah, a lot, a whole like, lot. Yeah. It was. It was surprising me just because I didn't. I didn't realize. And I'm only where I live. I'm only five hours from Detroit. Not even that. But that four. music doesn't make its way to Cincinnati, which is crazy. Like, only Atlanta music makes its way up to Cincinnati. Bro, it's this weird. There's a weird connection between Detroit and, and Cali, though, man. Wait, like, we talked about, that, we talk about bay, that, like that with the Bay. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I get confused between. We talked about that. From where? Yeah, now I feel that's because of the whole funk. The, funk, the, yeah. The funk uh, from like the '70s and, and '80s with. Uh, even like Roger Troutman, you know, he went to Detroit to record most of the, 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 his biggest stuff. And George Clinton was in Detroit for a while. Yeah, and, wow. that, and that whole funk made it for the, made it for the L.A. because they sampled all that stuff in mm-hmm. the 90s. So it was kind of like growing up in Detroit, it felt like it was our music, even though I didn't go to L.A. till I was like 23 years old. But I, I feel like I've been to Compton all my life since yeah. 88, so straight out of Compton. So they've been taking that vibe and putting it mm-hmm. in the music. That's crazy. So in Detroit... You know, Master. We thought Master P was from from uh, the Bay. We thought he was from there because he came out of Richmond. So we thought he was a Bay guy because that's how close the Bay was before anybody knew Master P. Same with E Forty. E Forty was like in Detroit before he was national. We knew who Dang, E Forty was. Oh yeah, really? oh yeah. And it's funny. I did when, not know that. We get people from the Bay to come here. I know like rapping Ron and Bad Influence. They're like, how do you know all that? You know, how do you know that? I'm like, because in Detroit it was like regular music to us. So it was always a, a West Coast connection. In Detroit. That's I don't fire, know what it bro. is. I don't know what it is. Well, that's good to know, man. Um, yeah, but I don't know why I thought you, I thought you lived in LA, but that's that's even better, man. I, like I love folks that still live in a hometown. Yeah, bro, that day. makes this extra dope, bro. That just lets like all of our the people who watch our show and listen to our podcast, man. Like they're we're, they're everywhere, so it's like we try to tell people, man, that like you know. Be the be the be that guy in your hometown, man, that figured out how to make it 100%. go international, man. If I can, let me speak on that because I think that's yeah, a super please. important yes. thing. I live in a suburb of Cincinnati, not a big music city whatsoever. There's been things that have happened there. Yeah. But the person who really, like, plugged me in was from right where I'm from. Hmm. I didn't have to – you never know. Like, you might live in a small town in Alabama, but there's people that are connected. Absolutely. If you can, if you can just work to the point where you're standing out in – in the crowd of people that are working with yep. your peer group and just keep at it for long enough, you'll get noticed. Somebody's you'll start to get on the radars of the people around you. That's just because right. just people aren't posting everything they do does not mean that they are not capable of walking you into a situation. You know, that's what I like about you, man. Like, honestly, bro, like we had to go digging, you know, I exactly. met you in person 
And what you know, we went straight to we hit the link on your your bio. We went straight to your Spotify, and we was just like blown away. And then we started digging and like looking at your interviews and your billboard and all the stuff that. And I was just like, this dude's got it figured out because if you go to his page, it just is super light. It's like I'm here, I do this, but I'm not giving y'all an everyday picture of who I am and where I am and what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate that because. You're 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 an example of keep your head down, go get this go get this work. You know what I mean? And so I'm yeah. super super stoked I about that. Appreciate that. that. Yeah. And and it's just it just wasn't me. Like I tried to post more at a point. Yeah. And I just felt like I was forcing forcing it. a way about yeah, me man. that wasn't really it. And yeah. I would rather just it's just easier. I could go long long term just yeah being how I would normally be. I love it, man. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I want to speaking of uh you know, your accomplishments because I went on your page last night and I was like, get out of here. The past two years, my favorite albums, I've been listening to some of your work. Crazy. So I want to talk about just a little bit about your experience yeah. of, of turning in music and turning in. What, what was the process like for both King's Disease and King's Disease 2? Let me tell you, King's Disease 2, man. <laughs> well, first of all, you want to you want an intro for both the albums, Depression and King's Disease. Yeah. Now, your, is that your voice on the King's on the King's Disease track? Yeah, on both of them. That's crazy. Crazy. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. the pressure. Oh. Yeah. The pressure is pitched up like way like. It's at the very end. Oh, at the end, okay. When the, the beat kind of changes out and Don yeah. is on it yeah. at the end. Okay. And it switches to that weird like sample sound of thing. Ah, like, got you, okay. My my voice in that. And then the Kings is used like all the way through. The, on the intro. Yeah, yeah. Insane. That's crazy. And uh, like Rare, for example. Rare is like. It's almost like three beats in one, almost. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Rare, uh, Death Row East. You know what was it like? You know what was your contribution? What was it like? Like, did you just? How, well, how do you feel when the shit was like, damn, I'm only one, two, three, four? Well, the intro scared me. <laughs> it scared me because I I had gave a hit this sample. I think it was the Manhattans or the Masqueraders. Mm-hmm. I can't remember off top, but it was like a really dope sample. And he flipped it, and I didn't have anything to do with, like, I just kind of said, hey, this is a dope sample. You should do something with it. He flipped it. Nas did the whole song on that sample. Mm. They couldn't clear it. Mm. So last minute, literally, like, the day before, I think, he was like, hey, we got to figure something out. Whoa. So he pulled up a loop I had gave him with, like, the guitar thing in it. So that was a layer. He had a, a different piano layer from somewhere else. And then he was like, all right, now take this and give me an intro on it. That's like some Motown type yeah. vocal or whatever. And so I just, I was at home when he had sent it to me. And so I was, I just sat there for three hours or something and just did the little harmony things. And, and then I like pitched that around and chopped it within and throughout the rest of the beat to kind of make it glue into it or whatever. So I went from having like kind of a small contribution to that song to like really a getting in heavy it. contribution. That's to really it. dope, bro. Because I feel like Hit can rely on me. Hey, we need to get this done. Like we need Come on, to do man. something and turn it back in in like four hours. Oh yeah. I've consistently over the years been the go-to person to be able to just figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. fire. And, um, what was the other one? Rare is my, my one of my favorite songs ever in life. Like and how the beat changed a few a, a few different times, man. Uh, so, like, what was that like? 
I, I love this right now. Sometimes Brian is like this right now. Like, yo. Well, I just realized, literally, I have a 12-year-old daughter, right? I, I take her to school, and I don't talk about personal stuff. I'm gonna take, I take her to school every single every, every, every day, yeah. and we listen. I try to listen to clean versions of stuff, yeah. and the thing about Nas is that most of his rhymes, he don't rhyme the cuss words, so you can listen to the clean version and still enjoy the music because you're not editing out the actual rhyme. So we listen Absolutely. to that. So we listen to King's Disease one and two. That's like our favorite, our yeah. favorite thing to listen Man, to. That's amazing. And, and rare is like we both. That's like our, our thing. Is, is that's the song rare? You know what, I'm what was crazier? A crazier feeling. There was two crazy feelings on that one. When he performed that on the Grammys mm, with. Yep. All his like yeah. biggest songs, and then yeah. that rare was the one at the end. Yeah, and the whole band like Holy playing all the notes and stuff. Chill, I was like, bro. hold on, hey. like, that was almost better <laughs> than like winning the category, like, right? Because yeah. that that's gonna live forever, like that moment. But that's dope. Sometimes I'll say like half the time I just get blessed with I'll I'll fly out to L.A. to work to get in with Hit, and the first thing he'll always do is like, all right. He just plays through all the songs that he got with artists that has my loops in them. And so nice. he was just locked in with Nas. So he was playing me like through like all the Nas songs. And I'm hearing that in the first half of the beats crazy. But I hadn't t- I didn't do anything on it, but I'm still just like rocking with it. Mm-hmm. And then the beat switches over and I'm starting to hear the, totally. the ideas I gave. I'm like, <laughs> I have so many like like what the fuck right moments now. right yeah, yeah. yeah them beat so changes good. especially in red them beat changes was like hit it was, it was crazy how he constructed a lot of those beat changes yeah man so. he he just cares about music yeah to a different level and he can stick with all the young dudes doing all those styles too yeah at that high level yeah but he really just when he's making an album or songs with people he just listens to them over and over and figures out the little things he can do to make that song 2% better. Come on, man. Next time I listen to it. And it's, I just get to learn a lot. Just yeah. Kind of sitting there watching and just craft them. And he goes back, like he's got the luxury. If he's doing songs with Nas, like Nas comes in, does his vocals. He just brings the vocals back into the beat session. Yeah. Mm. And just sits there and vibes with it. Like, Oh, what if I added this sound to it? What if I add? Bro, that's the see, that's producing, man. Yeah, like Like man, damn, bro. I miss these. I miss that. You know, because a lot of this right now is just like send it and we'll listen to it when we get it back. Mm -hmm. I I I respect it, but I hate it. Because when you get to like really like like you said, if you got an eight-bar loop and you just listening to the to the power of the vocal or like the inflection in the voice, like now you can do shit in the track that you probably couldn't do. You, you know, never you would of, never like, thought of that. Like you could, you could drop shit out. You could add shit. You, bro, it's so crazy. I think that's amazing, man. It's crazy, like how much exposure has been on some of the background stuff, but it's still a mystery. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, there's still this huge, like, veil over what actually happens. So, like, yeah, man. I mean, here's the real truth. Then, like the the production side of it, man, is like. It's a society, man. It's sort of like a, not a secret society, but definitely a step-by-step society. So, like, you have to be brought in by somebody. Like, very few people just walk in a room and, like, can just get to the top. It's always about, like you were saying earlier, you know, getting discovered in your home space first. Like, find out how to become big where you are. Then that kind of travels on to the next person. And But once you get into 
like the society of people working, then it it becomes easier. But oh, yeah. the but there's still no there's no rules. So like there's no one way to do it. There's no because I hear it all the time. People ask me, "Well, how'd you get so many placements, man? Like, how, like how are you able to do this? I've been producing just as long and don't have this or whatever." And I'm like, "Bro, my situation was my situation, and exactly. no matter how many times I tried to duplicate it, you know, pass it on to somebody, like you can only take what, the parts that work for you." Mm -hmm. So like for me, it was I came in with an artist. Me and that artist did five albums together. That turned into like, you know, 15 other placements elsewhere. But like, that ain't for everybody. Like some people can't get in with an artist. And then some people get in with an artist and get dropped off. Like, jump ship, jump ship on you, worse. like boom. You get them on and next thing you know, like, you know, the big guys come in and now they just, you know, whoever they were fans of, they do that work. But so it is, it's crazy, man. Like. It's like there's no one way, there's no roadmap, but there are qualities about people that can navigate influence yep. the way you do, like humility, yes, service. Sir. Mm -hmm. Those types of things give you better op like they give you a they open up the percentage chance that good things can happen. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think the key element is don't be a jerk. Like yeah. at the end of the day, as long as you're not a jerk, you should be fine. You could live in the producer community because most of us are like introverts anyway. Sure. Like very few producers that I run into are just like brash and need the spotlight, you know. And if most of the time they're also going to go be an artist too. That's they right. Got that type of gene right. They already them. have that. Yeah. There's like a there's a duality going on with them anyway. But mm -hmm. in those cases, it's still like you have to know how to be in the room with them. And sometimes it means like you know, sub you know, submitting to the the process mm -hmm. you know i never tell people don't don't become a sucker for nobody like that's not ever the goal but like when you're in a room and you know that it makes the most sense man to just play your role then that's exactly what you should do and that's those are the things that people should be practicing all the time like dude i I've, this conversation has been like super enlightening because not a lot of people understand that collabing is more than just giving a piece to the song it's also becoming a part of the process like learning how to play your role in that and being cool with it you know what i'm saying like listen my baseline helped this record and i'm happy with that that's what i gave to this this time and that's that's where i stand right um we were talking about the other day i did an album a few years ago with crit and we all know big crit's like right. a phenomenal producer man and i walk in the room and you know i've got what i do to it and Couple of records, I was listed as producer, but a couple of the records, I decided, you know, listen, I don't need to be the producer here. I'll be the string arranger. You know what I mean? Because I knew what it meant to him. The part that he added to the record was probably more of what the production piece was. So right. I'm string arranger this time. Mm -hmm. And I, I ended up with seven, eight records on the album. It didn't matter to me if I was the producer on the record, which right. is sort of why we were talking about that 12 yeah names as producer i'm like somebody just this seems like it was an ego post to me more than it was like like who actually was centered in producing the record yeah it's so almost the, like the if you didn't do that much like you try to hide who did what as much yeah, as possible but right if you did the most then you are cool with everybody knowing yeah but yeah it's it's I've done a lot of things i haven't got credit for and yeah. i think i know everybody yeah has of course yeah to get through the gauntlet of getting to a 
decent spot in the industry. Yeah. What I happened? haven't heard anybody say like, oh, that's never happened to me. Yeah. It happens to everybody. Happens to everybody. So. And you know what? That's great to hear too because so many people are missing opportunities because they're trying to dodge something happening to it. I'm like, bro, you got to get out here first. And like, right. you might get lucky and never get screwed, but like, some people and just, sometimes screw might even not be the word. Like it's more like the you le- have leverage. You, you have leverage. don't have leverage, but your lesson isn't ha- ha- might might never happen if you don't jump out there. Because right. I like learned from the times that I got played. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, but I got played a and couple. You never of, made noise and like made anybody. You know, like nah, pissed off at you. Nah, no, no way, bro. Like you can't play that game. Diplomacy. I mean. <laughs> You know, I guess once you get to a certain point, you can stand up for yourself, of course. But, like, always know there's a place where standing up and fucking it up is two different things. You right. know what I mean? Like, there's two there's two spaces. That's a, great, that's a shirt. <laughs> that's <laughs> Some it. Kind of a stand up, don't fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely um, am very careful about that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, all right. So, and And sometimes it's been when we were discussing what the pay was. Because, like, so I can openly say, like, you know, there was a time where, you know, I was in the I was able to get the 10, 12 grand a track type of thing. And that sort of started to change over time. And so I would turn in a record, make an album and be like, so this is my rate. And they'll be like, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, that's not what we're paying right now. You know what I'm saying? And so I had to learn how to like not blow the play with that kind of stuff too because right. if you stand on something too hard sometimes it's like it, it could get weird so i had to learn how to it's a whole that so like now you're talking about being like a psychologist damn near or something damn like, right bro you gotta so, read the room so it's like there's <laughs> there's a lot of things that come into uh how to maintain those relationships and stuff yeah but I think it goes back to the qualities. Like, all right, am I willing to be humble and all these other things? Yeah, bro. And not block what might come into the future. Yeah. Some people can't. Some people can't, bro. Refuse to. It's just something where they can't balance the risk to reward ratio. Yeah. And if they feel like they got disrespected on in a situation, it's over. We can't do it. Yeah. And. Yeah, but that's cool because, you know, that just, to me, those types of people come and go, man. And, like, it, it's always space for another plant to grow. Like, that's what we do know about the music business is that, bro, this bitch ain't stopping. Mm-hmm. You can jump off if you want to. Yeah. Like, learn how to stay in it's it. It's still going to go regardless of how you feel about anything. It doesn't matter, bro. And don't and don't yeah. become the person where, like, a group of people are working to keep you from it. Right. Because Ooh. then it gets amazingly... <laughs> You can you could die a bad death in that sense. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. And for me, my wife always reminds me, like, because I don't I don't care how what level you're at. You sometimes see other people elevate, and you feel like you're not going certain places. And it takes a strong person to not have any feelings of like <laughs> I wish I was involved in this or that. Yeah. And I get I she'll know she knows me, so like she'll see where I'm like in a little down spot or whatever. Yeah. And the thing she always reminds me of is like. Success is not a finite resource. Come on, there's not. Man. It's not just wise this woman. Much. Man. <laughs> yeah, because she knows. Like, yeah. if I get in that mode, I'm not gonna be. You know, I'm not who I normally can be. Yeah, you bro. Know? And that's something for everybody to remember. It's like that's super dope. Anybody else's success does not yeah. stop your success yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. So there's no point in sitting there wishing you had what someone else had or were in a different situation. Yeah. At home, listen to this right here. Yeah, bro. That's Fire. good game because there's so much of that going on. We can go on and on, man. Yeah. I think we're going to have to do a part two one. Yeah, day, yeah. Man. We definitely, you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, thank you, bro. Because, like, you know, 
very few people are as humble as you and like easy to talk to and like willing to share game this that's the, the whole point of this show man and we we've had some great guests on here man and like you just made it into like a hall of fame to me man this was really dope yeah definitely one of the better episodes for sure um thank you guys I, thanks yeah. for having me and asking and being interested in Things that we got Fire on. man, super good. Yeah, speaking of being, being interested, if somebody at home is interested, tell us about the the Melody app and um, like how can they be a part of it? If you know, yeah, any contest coming up? I think there's a contest going on right now. Yeah, exactly. Just let it run, play. Yeah, I mean the uh, the contest we got going on is uh, in celebration of the partnership we did with YC. Mm-hmm. Turn me up, YC. Yep. Um, and so basically, to enter it, all you got to do is. Download the Melody app, subscribe. It can be to the lowest one, like the three ninety nine mm-hmm. for a month, and uh, make a beat with the app. Send it to the email. All the details are at the Melody app IG. Okay. And um, send it in. YG picks the winner. Whoever wins, we fly out to wherever YG or wherever YC is at, mm-hmm. and uh, you get to cook up with him. Work with whoever he's working with for the day. Yeah. yeah. Put you in a hotel. That's fire. And we, you know, you, you can make a huge opportunity out of that. So. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the contest we got going. And um, you can find Melody app at any uh, app store. Yeah. So we're, we're on there. So there it is. Let's check it out. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely have more information on the free game podcast about the Melody app. We're here to help in any way that we can, bro. Sure. Um, If you need us for anything, let us know. We with it, bro. Likewise. Yes, sir. All right, man. So, yo, uh, that was dope. Episode, Free man. game. Free game podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you guys, man. Appreciate you, man.